Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely terrific day today, and hope you guys enjoy the Hagman Report tonight. I'll be on there, as always, on Friday, so there's a lot of stuff we'll be talking about, including a lot of the current things we're starting to see occur with this insanity push for the gun restrictions and magazine restrictions and adding the actual bump fire stock now to actually congressionally make it illegal. I've told you guys before, and I've repeatedly said this, and this is why it's been thrown out in so many cases. When ATF came in and started stating that the bump fire stock was now illegal and that you couldn't possess it, they had no authority to do that. They even admitted that. There was no way to actually truly prosecute somebody because the ATF stated, we've decided now after 10 years that we've said it's legal, we're now saying it's illegal, and we're not even grandfathering people in. Well, they're adding that to the bill. That's why it's in this gun bill now that they're currently trying to put together with these eight different steps, including making it basically a felony to possess anything over a 10-round magazine from a federal level. This thing is so far out there, and we knew this was going to happen. And again, this is why I've continued to tell people, you got to get involved with your senators and make sure they're doing everything they can. Grant, I think a lot of them have no backbone. They're spineless peasants. They're simply up there to suck off the teat of the American taxpayer. I mean, quite frankly, I find it so crazy and absolutely insulting to me that you have individuals in Congress that get full-time, 24-7, 365 Secret Service protection detail by armed security that are carrying machine pistols on a daily basis telling you, that you don't have a right to own even a similar type of firearm or anything else, including a magazine feeding device. In my opinion, the answer is go kick rocks. There is no validity to anything you say. If you're talking about going in now and restricting the Secret Service access and that all politicians are going to be on their own, okay, now we have a conversation we can all talk about. But it's not rules for thee and not for me. The concept is not going to go well in the United States. I saw a video yesterday, and I'll bring it up on the Hagman Show today. I've been trying to get a copy of it. I tried to screen record it. They took it down immediately on Instagram. It went on a couple pages on Instagram. It went on Facebook, and it's a video inside of a truck, and they're playing Mexican music. And allegedly, from what they're stating is, it's Mexican cartel. They're on the interstate in Phoenix, Arizona. You can see one of the over uh, over signs, one of the exits, and they pass Phoenix State Trooper. And the individual in the front seat is has body armor on. You can tell he's he's not border agent. He's not military. He's definitely cartel. And he has a 50 caliber Barrett M82A1 with the rifle barrel sitting on the dash with another AK machine pistol sitting right beside him about an array of three different Glocks in the center console where the other driver is driving. Yeah. And he has no scope on the rifle. He's running iron sights, meaning he's not even planning on using it for long-range engagement. He's using it for suppressive fire, which that weapon is incredibly effective at. This is the same cartel that ATF, under Eric Holder, gave 2,500 machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to to the Mexican drug cartel just so they could track to see where they go. They went and went, whoopsie, we lost all 2,500 of them. The same rifles basically were found at the killing of Brian Terry, the um, uh, Border Patrol agent. Also, there have been another 150 of those weapons found at other crime scenes across Mexico and the United States. Same 
AK-47s that the ATF transferred during Fast and the Furious were also found at the shooting massacre over in France back in November 2015. You can look all this up. It's all documented. So you have the very agency that hands machine guns and 50 cal weapons to the Mexican drug cartel is now stating essentially that we need to be in control of making sure that American law-abiding citizens don't even have the ability to have anything over a 10-round magazine or make their own firearm or have bump fire stocks or the list is all. They're all infringements. And this is where we knew it was going to go eventually. The only way they can really bring the United States to its knees, they have to fully disarm us. They know there were levels to what they could get away with, and there still have been. That's why there's so much levels of noncompliance in the United States over COVID. So many states like Florida and Texas just stopped going along with the, the nonsense. Well, it's very difficult to do when you're in a country like, say, Australia – that voluntarily relinquished their firearms after the shooting in 1996, then you start having law enforcement show up to your house and states, oh, somebody you know last week tested positive for COVID. We're now detaining you and taking you to a quarantine detention center for 14 days. Even though you tested negative with the faulty PCR test, you're still going to a quarantine center for two weeks. You remember that? You're still doing it. Oh, what about the three boys that were in the house that had somebody that tested positive and they took them off, all minors, and drugged them off the detention facility? They tested negative at the detention facility. They finally said, dude, we're escaping. They did, they did a full-blown jailbreak. They sent out the entire military police and started doing roadblock searches, cordoning searching, and finally found them out in the woods like 15 miles away, drugged them back to the quarantine camp and then charge them with felony charges for basically breaking quarantine procedure, even though they had never tested positive, no symptoms, no COVID-related issues at all. That's what happens when the government has weapons and the population doesn't. This is why they're pushing this so hard right now, and they keep bringing up all these weirdo shootings that nobody can get any straight answers on and stating, well, guess what? Because somebody did something bad, the entire country has to disarm. That would be like saying, well, one person went on a drunken rampage in his car and killed multiple people in DUI hit and runs. So now everybody in the country has to go down to Priuses with a 40-mile-an-hour speed limit on them, and nobody can drive anything other than what the government mandates. Same exact concept. But if they did that, everybody would be in uproar. Well, the problem with it is when you start brainwashing people over and over and over and over and over again that they basically have to disarm themselves because it's for the betterment of society, you start realizing what really happens. Tyrants never hand back power once they get a hold of it. Perfect example, I saw a video yesterday of Bobblehead Fauci, who just cannot stop rearing his ugly head. He's got so much publicity over the last two years. This man is obsessed with being in basically the starlight. He has to come out just to make random comments. And he blatantly told everybody on Fox yesterday, you can watch the video, he blatantly told everybody that the mask mandates had nothing to do with safety or health or protection. They had everything to do with authority. He states right here on the interview, he was on Fox News, Anthony Fauci, rearing his big, ugly head with his big nose, came out and said, one of the issues, Neil, that I have articulated in the past and I will continue to in the future, it's much less about mandates or masks on a plane than it is about who has the right and authority and capability of making public health decisions and mandates. So it's more of a matter of principle of where the authority lies than it is about whether or not there's going to be a mandate on a plane or not. 
Guys, you just realize what he just said? He blatantly said, point blank, it does not matter about protection, safety, health, mask, whether they work, whether they cause damage, whether it was worth arresting hundreds of people and putting them on no-fly list, whether turning around planes in the middle of the Atlantic and bringing them back to Miami International because a woman wouldn't wear a mask. None of that matters. It only matters on who has the authority to force you to wear a dog muzzle on your face if we told you to do so. That is literally what he just said. If the, because you guys have noticed now, I forgot to mention it yesterday, the Department of Justice is now trying to go in and get another circuit court to overturn the Florida federal judge's ruling down here in Florida back in April stating the CDC does not have the authority to mandate masks on planes. Blatantly, she came out, she ruled it, it got dropped. Ted and Sharon flew the other day and wear masks. Everybody I knew, there's like nobody wearing masks anymore. Well, now they're trying to overturn it and say that the CDC needs to be able to have the authority to do that again. Well, if the mask were so effective and the CDC was so smart and the CDC knew what they were doing, well, wh- why is it everybody? Why is it everybody dead right now that, that's flown on planes for the last two months without a mask? What? What? Oh my gosh! What? Why is it everybody in bed with COVID right now because they've been flying without mask? Well, oh, that's right. Because they did absolutely nothing at all to protect anybody from COVID. The whole thing was a complete and total lie from the beginning. They never even isolated the COVID, COVID-19 from the very beginning. They simply just told us there was something out there that got released and that everybody had to take a PCR test that we found out was completely faulty. And literally, you could test cups of Coca-Cola with the PCR test, rapid test. I knew it test positive for COVID. There were people testing grapefruit, testing positive for COVID. Anything will test positive for COVID because it wasn't designed to pick up for COVID. It was designed to simply pick up on any type of viral particulate matter that could possibly be available. Everything has viruses around it. It's just part of life. And so, again, my friends, be very cautious about who you're listening to, who you basically think is going to govern you. Because I've already told numerous friends of mine. There is going to be a time, whether it's this time, whether it's in a couple of years, there's going to be a very clear time set in the future when they start trying to force people to follow unconstitutional, illegal mandates, statutes, laws that they try to force on everybody. And there's going to be a point in time when you're going to have to stand up and say, am I going to resist it or am I going to comply? A lot of people got a real eye-opener with that during COVID and had to figure out, okay, am I going to stand my ground and get injected with RNA gene therapy? Or am I going to lose my job? This has been ongoing now. All these have been algorithm beta tests to see what the American populace. That's why I've told people, get absolutely vocal on social media. Get absolutely vocal on radio shows or podcasts if you have them. Absolutely vocal with your politicians, with your local people, everybody. Because once they start going down this road, it will be a very slippery slope that they will keep pushing over and over and over and over again. And it is absolutely imperative that you maintain the resources, security positions, and whatever backup supplies you need to be able to protect your family and your children and your country if you feel the need to do so. Because it's obviously clear 
They don't care about any of those things. The very same people in Congress right now that have 24-7 security with machine pistols on them 365 days out of the year are now telling the people that they govern, you do not have the right to have a semi-automatic weapon with more than 10-round magazine in it, much less all the other restrictions and asinine just statues they've added. There's one of them in there. It blatantly talks about the firearm storage is that if it comes about that somebody finds out or law enforcement finds out that you have a firearm that was not stored properly in the way that they deem necessary and a child has any ability to access to it, they can then arrest you and charge you and take your firearm rights away from you. Oh, yeah, this whole bill is like from the pit of hell. And quite frankly, guys, it didn't pop up four or five days ago out of random. This whole bill has been put together very strategically with very, very specific word placement. I read the whole bill. It's ridiculous. It didn't just pop up three days after the shooting in Texas. They've been holding on to this thing, waiting for the specific incident, and now they had this completely and totally far-fetched weirdo shooting. And my condolences to the family, if any children, what children were involved with this. But there are some strange abnormalities with this shooting that has literally changed the narrative 20, 30 times. Exactly what I remember happening with the shooting in Vegas. The same thing that happened with the Sandy Hook shooting. 50 different narratives completely changed on an ever-changing basis, and nobody can figure it out. Well, the reason why is... It's designed to be like that. It's designed so there is no way to be able to pinpoint something because it's so confusing. So again, stand up for what you believe. And if you know this to be true and you know this to be something that you have to stand up for as an American patriot, make sure you're vocal about this. Because I've said this for over a decade. If the American population ever allows itself, and it will be voluntarily, it will be through compliance if the American populace ever does it. It won't be under my watch, but if they ever do, the United States will cease to exist as a country, and it will turn into a very, very nasty communist dictatorship very shortly after the firearms are relinquished in this country, Dad. What do you think? Austin, that's one of the best rants I've ever heard you give. That was phenomenal. That was right, and I agree with every single thing you said. And the thing about it is is that the Second Amendment was put in there for our protection against the tyrannical government, and now we have a tyrannical government. And the tyrannical government is doing exactly what the framers of the Constitution knew they would. They basically wanted to take our gun rights away in order to do whatever they want to do to us, like they do in Australia. You lock up three little Three, three teenage kids, however old, they, however, however old they were, who had never tested positive, charged them with felonies because they tried to escape prison and quarantine camps. I mean, it's mind-boggling this is happening. And my deepest condolences to the people in Australia that are dealing with all this because of the fact that they gave their guns away. And they didn't do it voluntarily. They passed the legislation against it. Uh, they would have, they probably would have gone through house-to-house sweeps if they needed to to make people turn them in. But I still remember that entire semi-truck dump trucks in Australia that were coming to the dump for these things to be crushed and destroyed and dumping out all of these firearms. And that's the last line of defense that you have against a tyrannical government. Now, one more comment about the 50 caliber weapon that this was on this drug cartel's dashboard. Number one, he must have had a big dashboard because that's a big weapon. And number two, I've shot 50 caliber bears many times, and so has Austin. And it's one of the finest weapons I've ever shot. It really is. The gunpowder charge is so large in it because of the size of the projectile that when you shoot it, the gun literally trembles. It feels like there's an explosion going off underneath you as you as you pull the trigger. I remember one time we were shooting it, and we were doing a uh, it was out in a, out, out in a out in a 400 yard range, which is really just minimum for that gun. And I remember the uh, we were under this aluminum shed 
that basically had been raining. And when you pull the trigger, the, all the water would bounce off the top of the shed. It has that much of a concussion blast. Uh, but it's a phenomenal weapon, especially the Barrett, the semi-automatic Barrett with the 10-round magazine. Phenomenal piece of equipment with a really good recoil barrel on it. I mean, it's, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't kick any harder than a 12-gauge shotgun. And, and so it's a really fun gun to shoot. <clears throat> very, very accurate if it's, if it's dialed in. But they don't want you to have that now. There's several reasons for that. The Barrett, it doesn't see body armor. It doesn't even know it's there. I'm just going to be honest with you. If somebody's wearing body armor, they get shot with a Barrett. It doesn't make any difference because of the uh, foot pounds of energy coming out of it. Uh, you know, it's like getting hit with a doggone, you know, big pickup truck. I mean, that's how much foot pounds of energy is coming out of it. So it's an amazing piece of equipment. And uh, it's a fun gun to shoot. Uh, it really doesn't have a hunting purpose unless you're shooting elk from like two miles away, but you could do that, I guess. But the reality is, is it's something that's really good for self-defense. I found it interesting that he didn't have a scope on the Barrett that he had on the dashboard. Uh, and it's also a very heavy weapon. It's about 26 pounds empty. And so it, it takes a, it takes a pretty good guy to be able to shoulder that thing. You have to have pretty good shoulder strength, but uh, it's a good weapon. I, I watched Austin shoot it one time and he uh, actually shot five rounds standing with it in a row, like within like a one second shot, pop, 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 like that. And uh, it was, it was pretty cool. So, the ATF doesn't want those types of weapons out there. The government doesn't want those types of weapons out there. And they don't want anything longer, larger than a 10 magazine, you know, you know, gun available because they don't want to have you be able to take a stand and defend yourself. But again, I don't believe that the troops of the United States are going to come door to door and sweep us. I don't believe that at all. But I do believe that the troops from NATO would, the Chinese and the Russians and all the other people that NATO uses and all of the mercenary troops. Mercenaries don't care. They're just doing it for the money. You see that over in the Middle East. And uh, you say, well, they shouldn't be doing that. Well, it, it's what they do for a living. They like killing people. I mean, it's just, it just is what it is. And it's, it's what they do. They make a huge amounts of money. Most of it in the Middle East is all tax-free. And they're hired by these, you know, giant companies that basically run military operations, you know, outside of the rule of law. That's what this is all about. They can go in and shoot anybody they want. They don't have to worry about being court-martialed and sent to Leavenworth. <laughs> do whatever they want to do because they're military contractors. And, uh, and, it's, and it's sad that they actually have, we've gone down to that level. But I, look, I got a scripture for you this morning. I saw this this morning. I sent it out to a few of you guys already. Romans eight thirty-seven through 39. And Paul goes on to say, In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, yes. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ, Jesus our Lord. And, you know, I talked about this on Wednesday's show this week, if you get a chance to listen to it, about the blood of Christ, how when you get born again, you're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, and your energy field is, becomes one with God, become synchronistic with God's energy field that he's in, and you get linked to the love of God through Christ, and nothing can separate you from that. Nothing. And I, you got to understand that, guys. And, we, and we've got to realize that we've got a lot of people out there that are unaware of the fact that how many secret societies we've had, we have out there that are doing everything they possibly can to attempt to separate you from the love of God through Christ. You know, uh, it's interesting. Let's talk about the Masonic. Let's talk about the Masonic lodges real quick. You know, you know, a lot of people who are professing Christians they fail to recognize the occult nature of Freemasonry. They really do. 
why the occultists themselves who blaspheme the name of Jesus Christ openly admit the diabolical nature of Freemasonry. They say, yes, it's about, you know, worshiping Lucifer. You know, Pike wrote that. He talked about that, Albert Pike. And if we understand that, we start to see it. And, and the thing about it is this, this Freemasonry stuff, they infiltrated the churches. You know, Alice Bailey plainly stated that Satan would infiltrate the church with Freemasonry, which is the training school for coming advanced occultists who will play their part in the establishment of the new world order of the Antichrist. In lieu of such evidence, it's hard to imagine that 37% of the U.S. Freemasonry memberships are Southern Baptists. There's always something different about the Baptists. I've attended many churches who are Baptists. Albert Pike and other Masonic leaders acknowledge that he was, remember, he was the general from the Civil War, the leading the top Masonic leader in the United States. They, ad- they, ad- they acknowledge their debt to the Kabbalah and to the Zohar and to the Babylonian mystery schools. In his books, Moral and Dogma, Pike states, every lodge is a temple of religion and is teaching instruction in religion. Masonry is the successor to the mysteries. The Jewish Kabbalah, their more occult teachings, is said by many to have been influenced by the Babylonian mystery religions through the Zohar, and it originated its oral teachings during the Babylonian captivity of the Jews and before that in 72 AD when it was written. Albert Pike, he lived from 1809 to 1891, he was the highly influential 33-degree Freemason of the 19th century who was the top Mason in the United States at that time, acknowledge that the Masons derived many of their ideas from the Jewish Kabbalah and from the Zohar. In its 1870 book, Morals and Dogma, of the ancient and accepted Scottish rite of Freemasonry, Pike says of the Jewish Pharisee tradition, the primary tradition has been preserved under the name of the Kabbalah by the priesthood of Israel. Freemasonry is a religion of Jewish mysticism and occultism. I'll repeat that. Freemasonry is a religion of Jewish mysticism and occultism through the Zohar which are rooted in the pagan, Egyptian, and Babylonian religions, and the Canaanite religions. And here's some more quotes from the demonic nature of Freemasonry for you from Pike. Okay? This, is the, well, this, is actually, this is actually from Albert Mackey in the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry. Freemasonry is not Christianity or a substitute for it, but it does, it does not meddle with sectarian creeds or doctrines, but teaches fundamental religious truth. Masonry, like all other religions, all the mysteries, romanticism and alchemy, conceals its secrets from all except the adepts and sages or the elect, and uses false explanations and misinterpretations of its symbols to mislead those who deserve only to be misled, to conceal the truth, which it calls light from them and to draw them away from it. Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma, page 104. Drop the theological barnacles, timeless biblical truth from the religion of Jesus as taught by him and by the Essenes and the Gnostics of the first centuries, and it becomes masonry. Masonry is a purity derived as it is from the old Hebrew Kabbalah Zohar as part of the great universal religions of the remotest antiquity. This is J.D. Buck, Mystic Masonry, page 119. All of this stuff is part of usurping Christianity. This is why I've said to you guys many times, the Masonic religions infiltrated the Christian churches in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and put in pastors – Back, there's more than 26% of the Southern Baptist pastors are Masonic Masons. They put in these pastors 
who would not teach the truth about Jesus Christ because they were basically high-level Mason leaders. It put in the elders and the deacons in these Baptist churches. They will not teach the truth about Jesus Christ. And if the pastor tried to do so, step out of his boundaries, they will replace him and put another Masonic pastor in. This is a problem with the Baptist churches, but it's not just Baptists. It's also Presbyterians. It's Methodists. All of them. It's the Catholic Church. All of them has been infiltrated by Masonic teachings and lodges. And that was to bring us to where we are right now under a quote-unquote world full of witchcraft and sorcery under the Kabbalah and the Zohar. And remember, without the Zohar and without the Kabbalah, without this, there would be no Freemasonry. You've got to understand that. And all of this ties together with the witches and the warlocks and the weirdos that run the planet who can routinely sacrifice millions of children, some say per year, as all these children go missing, and who basically are out there basically trying to buy children for sacrifice. One of Jeffrey Epstein's victims, if you read that book, Dead Men Tell No Tales, was actually asked by Jeffrey Epstein and Giselle Maxwell to have a baby for them, to give them the baby. I kid you not. In addition to that, Bill Gates was good, good friends with Jeffrey Epstein and routinely went to his mansion in New York and also was on Lolita Express. All of these people are intertwined, and all of them are intertwined through the Kabbalah, through Luciferism, and all of the things that basically practice these ancient arts. This is the group that runs the planet and has done so for thousands of years. You know, it's not about Jews. Okay, let me, let me set that aside for a second. This is the synagogue of Satan. You know, they claim to be Jews, but they are not many of them. Right? Bill Gates isn't a Jew. Hillary Clinton's not a Jew. Okay, these people aren't Jews. They are of the synagogue of Satan. They are Luciferians. They are witches and weirdos. And when you get that and you realize that they're using Judaism as a front because they're the ones who control pretty much the banking systems and the State Street, Van Rock, Van Rock and Vanguard and BlackRock, when you understand that, you think, oh, wow. And so that's why we always have so much anti-Semitism going. Now, mind you, Israel is not the bastion of conservatism that we've been taught as Christians. It's the number one homosexual destination in the world. Full-time abortions are illegal. Bestiality is legal. All of this stuff, which is contrary to the word of God and contrary to the Old Testament, is legal there. And if people get that, they understand that why are you supporting a country that is that corrupt and that blasphemous? Just That's what I thought I'd ask you guys. It's so important to get that. Now, Naomi, Naomi Wolf. Uh, she's she's an interesting person. I, I really kind of sit back and I watch her and I watch her kind of become more and more and more, you know, a Christian, I guess I could say, or a believer, because she's starting to really question a lot of what she was taught. She wrote an article. It's one of the best I've ever read. And I hope she becomes a Christian. I'm not saying that she is, but I hope she does. I hope she can get over that hump. For Jews, it's very difficult to convert to Christianity because their their families a lot of times it's completely disown them if they accept Christ. Just thought I'd mention that. And a lot of her colleagues and other people out there would disown her. And in this article, I'm about to read to you part of it. It says, Dear friends, sorry to announce a genocide. She quotes Old Testament and New Testament. She's interesting how she's doing that now. She's like appealing to a broader group. And here's what she says. She goes, I've been silent for some weeks, and forgive me. The truth is I've been rendered almost speechless speechless on the literary equivalent of that, because I recently had had the unenviable task of trying to announce to the world that indeed a genocide, or what I've called clumsily but urgently a baby die-off, is underway. The War Room, Daily Cloud Pfizer Documents Research Volunteers Group of 3,000 highly credentialed doctors, RN, biostaticians, medical fraud investigators, 
lab clinicians and research scientists have been churning out and turning out report after report to tell you what's in the 55,000 internal Pfizer documents, which the FDA has asked a court to keep under wraps for 75 years. But by court order, these documents were forcibly disclosed. And these experts are serving humanity by reading through these documents, explaining them in lay terms. You can find all of it at dailyclout.io. The lies revealed are stunning. The war room clout volunteers have confirmed that Pfizer and thus the FDA knew by December 2020, before the MRA shots were ever given, that the MRA shots did not work. And that they, went, that they waned in efficiency and presented vaccine failure and one side effect of getting vaccinated as they knew when one month after 2020 was COVID. A side effect of getting vaccinated was COVID. Pfizer knew in May of 2021 that 35 miners' hearts had been damaged a week after the mRNA injection, but the FDA rolled out the emergency use authorization for teens a month later anyhow. And parents did not get a press release from the U.S. government about heart harms until August of 2021. Pfizer and thus the FDA, many of the documents say FDA confidential at the lower boundary, knew that contrary to what the highly paid spokesmodels and bought-off physicians were assuring people, the MRA spike proteins and lipid nanoparticles did not stay in the injection side of the delta, but rather went within 48 hours into the bloodstreams and attacked the ovaries and the testicles. Pfizer, and thus the FDA, knew that Moderna vaccine had 100, and also covered this yesterday, 100 micrograms of mRNA lipid nanoparticles and spike proteins, which is more than three times the 30 micrograms of the adult Pfizer dose. Now, think about that for a second. Pfizer knew that the Moderna vaccine had three times the adult of the Pfizer dose. In other words, <laughs> no one told millions of Americans got the first or second 100 microgram Moderna dose and the boosters. Pfizer skewed the trial subjects so that almost three-quarters were female, a gender that is less prone to cardiac damage. Pfizer lost the records of what became of hundreds of their trial subjects because they refused to release them. So rather than release them, they lost them. In the internal trials, there were over 42,000 adverse events with more than 1,200 people dying. Four of the people who died died on the day they were injected. But they didn't tell you this. They told you they were safe. Adverse events tallied up in the internal Pfizer documents are completely different from those reported by the CDC website or announced by corrupted physicians and medical organizations and hospitals. These include vast columns of joint pain, muscle pain, masses of neurological effects include the MS, Guillain-Barr, and Bell's palsy, encephaly, every possible type of blood clotting, strokes, hemorrhages, and many kinds of ruptures of membranes throughout the entire body. The side effects about which Pfizer and the FDA do knew but did not tell you, including blistering problems, rashes, shingles, and herpes. <laughs> the internal documents show that Pfizer and the FDA knew that angry red welts or hives were a common reaction to the petroleum-derived allergen in the vaccine ingredients, one, of you, that, one that you are certainly not supposed to be ingesting. So I'm going I'm to post this for you because this article gets better and better and better and better. And this is one of the reasons that I read you this, the passage out of Romans. Nothing's going to separate us from Jesus. Because when you keep your hearts and minds in Christ, you can do all things through him, including getting through this. But guys, please, tell your friends who got vaccinated. Go to this article. Post it. You know, outspoken with Dr. Naomi Wolf, who's a hardcore liberal. That's about the fourth time I've quoted her. But she seems to be coming around to more conservative ideals. 
And she's now, if you read a letter on the article, she says this is basically genocide against children and the reproductive systems. It's so important that we understand that we tell our friends about the Ted and Austin Brower show or any show that is telling you the truth like we do. It's really, really important. And one of the reasons that we're so independent and we do this to such a level is that we're not being told by advertisers what we can and can't say. You know, we're not basing our revenue on total number of people that are listening to the show, which is huge. It's vast. And so we, we don't tell an advertiser we got X amount of millions of people per month listening to the show. We don't tell them that to generate ad revenue. We tell you guys the truth because Health Masters, you know, has bought the entire clock on this show. And so when you support Health Masters and you get your supplements from us, it allows this show to take place. So many of the alt-media people now are hurting financially and asking for money. I don't want to do that with you guys. I just thank you for supporting us because, guys, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. And, again, I had the opportunity to pray for you again this morning because you guys mean the absolute world to me. And it's a privilege to be here with you. You guys are my friends. I come into your home every day via this podcast, and I get to sit down with you and have a little fireside chat, and it means everything to me. Austin, what do you think, buddy, and what's your next story? We're exactly right. I try to treat everybody the same way I like to be treated. There's a reason why our website, Health Masters, we have no Google Analytics tied in or hooked up. We don't track cookies. You don't have to go in and basically accept us to be able to track you around and sell your your tracking, where you go and what your behaviors are. It drives me to no end when I go on websites, especially alternative media ones, and they have this big block that stops you from going anywhere. It says, "Uh, click here to accept all cookies so we can track you, monitor, spy on you, build an algorithm database on you if you want to read anything. I'm like, really, dude? You obviously just told me your credibility is nothing. That's why I'm Health Masters. We don't do that. I want everybody to have their own privacy, completely independent website and our own independent server, the same thing we do with Global Star on the show. Everything we have to do is independent. Now, is there more money? Yeah. Does it generate as much money? No, because you can't build all this different stuff and sell everybody's information. I mean, the the information platforms now is a multi-hundred billion dollar a year industry in selling people's information and figuring out stuff on them and selling what they do and where they go and what they say on their phones and what they look at. I don't want to do that because I don't care. I don't want to invade anybody's privacy because that's not my business because I don't want anybody invading my privacy. So, again, we appreciate the continued support and continue to get the truth out there. You know, I saw an article earlier this morning. It was on CBS. I mean, obviously, this is going to be – I'm going to tell you what's going on here. And what's happened is now – so many people that I've talked to and that I've known and that I've gotten emails from and that I've also had stories from, so many people that keep getting the shots keep catching COVID and keep getting really, really sick on a, like a regular basis. And CBS now, and this, this is showing you, and this is what I'm tying into right here, what happens when they have to try to do damage control propaganda and basically backpedal to keep their narrative going. This is the title of the article on CBS News. just came out yesterday. Why are boosted Americans seem to be getting more COVID infections than anyone else? That's literally the title of the story. <laughs> Meaning, why are everybody that keeps getting the third and fourth booster shot, why do they keep getting sick and catching COVID? Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to read the basic literature when it states that RNA gene therapy causes your body to become a spike protein manufacturing site. So you start producing COVID spike proteins. It's gene therapy. It is its finest example. Then you basically start making COVID. 
you start spreading COVID and you start getting sick all the time, along with a host of other compounds that are in this drug. Because remember, it's not a vaccine, guys. This is gene therapy. This is a drug. And at the beginning of the article, it's so funny. It says, as COVID begins to accelerate again this spring, federal data suggests the rare breakthrough cases in America were worse than boosted Americans compared to anyone else. Well, but boy, the new data does not mean boosted shots are somehow increasing the risk. This is literally what they say right here. Ongoing studies continue to show strong evidence of additional protection offered by the booster shots. Instead, what it shows us is that it shows us the growing complexity of measuring vaccine effectiveness in the pandemic. It comes as officials are weighing key decisions on additional booster shots along with pandemic surveillance. It also serves to illustrate a tricky reality facing health authorities amid the new COVID-19 wave that even many boosted Americans are vulnerable to catching and spreading the virus. Uh, I can't. I can't go any further, guys. I'm laughing too hard. I'm trying not to laugh on the show that much. This is probably the most rock-bottom, poorest propaganda I've ever heard when you realize that they have nothing else left in their toolbox. So they have to admit to you that everybody is getting sick that's getting the boosted shot, but it's offering you valid protection to keep you safe and healthy against COVID. So I'm getting the boosted shot, and I know I'm probably going to get sicker when I get it and keep catching COVID because I'm staying perpetually sick. But that's okay because it's protecting me from getting sick because it's keeping me sick. Right. Totally got it. Makes sense. Right. We'll, we'll just – we'll move on from that one now. So you guys can just chew on that one for a little bit and figure it out on your own accord. And again, this is exactly what Dad just said. They lied to everybody about the shot, exactly what we told them we were going to do. You remember when the head of Bayer, remember when he came out at that World Health Summit and he blatantly said, I forgot what it was like a month, month and a half ago. We pulled up here again while I'm talking. And he blatantly said that people essentially, if they knew this was going to be gene therapy, they wouldn't have gotten it. And remember for the year before that, all we got were fact checkers on the mainstream media. It's not gene therapy. It's not RNA therapy. It's it's a vaccine, a safe and effective one. Right here. This is from Stefan Ulrich, head of Bayer's pharmaceutical department, and I quote, If we had surveyed two years ago if people were willing to take gene or cell therapy and inject it into their body, we would have probably had a 95% refusal rate. Wait, what? <laughs> but but this has become very effective. So what he's telling everybody is if they actually told the American population the truth that they were going to be injected with RNA gene therapy and or cell therapy, majority of people would have said, absolutely not. I'm not going along with this. So what do they have to do? They skewed the numbers, completely lied on the clinical trials, fudged the numbers, gave an emergency use authorization, and then said, hey, by the way – now that you've taken it, uh, we lied. We knew you wouldn't have taken it if we would have told you, so we lied to you so you'd get it. And aren't you happy? Because you keep getting sick because of the shot and because of COVID, but it's for your protection. Because if you didn't get the shot, you wouldn't be getting as sick, which means you wouldn't be as protected. Got, get it? Get the, get the logic, right? See? This is the lunacy that we're living in now, and the problem is so few people want to address it. That's why I came unglued on the show the other day about Pfizer now demanding they have emergency use for six-month to five-year-olds now with the COVID shot in three, three-microgram doses. 
you can't even make this sadistic behavior up, guys. I mean, this the you this would be too insanely good of a plot for a horror, you know, villain film. You couldn't even come up with something this good. If, if it came in a movie, people would be like, "Oh my gosh, that's too crazy." Well, we can't go watch that movie. It's too far fetched. We don't. That's just it's a nutty film. Oh, this isn't a film. This is currently what's going on here in the United States. This is one of the reasons why so many people have been blowing up the movie Top Gun because people are sick of seeing this absolutely horrific film that we call now reality that they've been trying to do to everybody. And you got these guys like Tom Cruise that come out with an incredibly good film with fighter jets, incredible piece of equipment, great movie without a bunch of woke crap in it, without a bunch of weirdo, perverted, transgender perversion in it. And it's funny to me, you know, somebody sent me a meme yesterday and it said, we recognize our fallen heroes over the last, you know, basically quarter of a, you know, millennium in the United States with one day, Memorial Day. We now are recognizing this absolute sick, perverted nonsense with this tranny pride month for an entire 30 days. And I've gotten so sick of already seeing so many manufacturers and companies that are going out of their way to promote this for an entire month. And I've pretty much come to the conclusion, I'm continuing to tell everybody, it's happy, proud to be a heterosexual month. Yeah, I'm, every time it comes on, I just bring that up. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm absolutely done with this nonsense now and all the stuff they're trying to shove in everybody's faces continually going out of their way to try to promote this perversion for an entire month. I don't, like I said, I don't know when we got happy straight month. You know, where, where's our straight pride month? My gosh, if we came up with that and started making that a national month, they'd call us these homophobic bigots. Excuse me, neo-Nazi racist skinhead homophobic bigot grandma killers. That's probably where they would go with the lines on it. And this is what they continue to do now is they push the line further and further and further and further down the road. And I've told everybody before, if somebody wants to do something in the privacy of their own home and I don't know about it, quite frankly, it's not my business. I don't care. I'm very libertarian in the fact that don't bother me with your nonsense. But as soon as you start coming out publicly and start trying to tell me and my family and my children that we have to accept this perversion, this ideology that somehow this is supposed to be okay in your weird gender dysphoria world, the answer is absolutely no. This is why they've been pushing so hard to force this on the young generation and the young children because they want to make sure that they can come in and pervert them in an early state of mind, not to mention now start adding in these COVID shots, which we have no idea what they're going to do, no idea what they're going to do with these kids. And I brought it up yesterday, and I'm going to bring it up today again on the Hagman Show. What testing did they do with this COVID shot on these 1,700 kids in conjunction with the DTaP vaccine and the pertussis vaccine and all these other shots they give them at six months, at 12 months, at 18 months on their shot schedule per the sadistic CDC? Hmm? They do that? They test these kids out on their six, seven, eight, nine shots at one time when they pump the RNA gene therapy into them? Did they do that? Where, where are the clinical trials on that? How this RNA gene therapy is going to interact with six and seven other vaccines all at the same time? Where's the research on that that's showing that it's safe? Well, that's right. It doesn't exist. The only, the only data we've seen so far is from the short-term human trials before they gave it to the American populace that showed us it was an absolute failure and that the side effects were through the roof on it. My friends, you got to ask questions. you got to continue to stand up for what you believe. And if you know there's something to be weird, if it doesn't act right, if it's not seeming right, 
question it. You absolutely have that right to do that at any point in time. These shots aren't going to stop. Borla's already said that with Pfizer. They're coming out now with their fifth COVID booster shot. They want to start having a flu COVID combination shot that everybody has to get one to two times a year now. That's, that's where they're going with this. They're absolutely making sure that they're going to try to dominate the entire health market with keeping people perpetually sick. My question is, don't voluntarily go along with it. Dad said something earlier about Australia and how they gave up their firearms. But, you know, they basically, you know, they, they didn't voluntarily do it. They had bills given in. I disagree with part of that. They did voluntarily give them up. The same way that people voluntarily registered their firearms in certain states. The same people that people voluntarily gave up their magazines. They're going to try to push us in a direction to make you voluntarily do things that you don't want to do. It's all about submission, domination, and control. I did not have seen one single video of the CDC going to somebody's door and dragging them out and injecting them with a kill shot. I haven't seen one video of it. People voluntarily went to the Walgreens. They went to their doctor. They came in and signed the papers. People voluntarily brought their firearms in to the state and registered them in California. People voluntarily turned in their, basically, magazines. People have voluntarily gone along with it. Voluntary submission is what they're betting on. They're going to expect to write certain illegal, unconstitutional, unjust things into law because they basically are trying to do their bidding of their master, Lucifer, and they're going to expect people to voluntarily go along with it. I don't think for one second the United States military would ever under any circumstances even attempt to do a mass gun confiscation in the United States because it would be impossible. I think it would be very difficult for multiple outside forces, including the United Nations, to do a sweep like that. When you're talking about upwards of half a billion firearms in a population of 330 million people and one of the largest continents in the entire world, the only way they're going to get this to work is compliance and people turning them in voluntarily. And the easiest way they're going to do that is food. The easiest way to make people comply is scare them through fear and starve them out, and then blame it on them, and it's their fault that it's happening. We saw the exact same thing happen with COVID. The fear was used in order to control the masses and tell people to get the shot. That was the first phase. Then they came in and started taking, you have to get the shot, or we're basically going to terminate you. Oh, you have to get the shot, or we're not going to allow you to travel, and we're not going to be able to go in into the store and buy things. Has anybody else heard about the COVID vaccine mandated passports in most of these states now? Nothing's being enforced anymore. It all fizzled out. Now, is it going to come back? Are they going to try to do it? Absolutely, they're going to try to bring it back. But it was all based on voluntary consent. This is one of the reasons why Florida turned into the everybody wants to come here state. Because people realized nobody was complying in the state of Florida. Nobody went along with anything, and nobody said, okay, we're going to voluntarily do this. That is the biggest take I want people to understand. It is all based by the consent of the governed. If you don't believe it and you know it to be a 100% violation of your constitutional rights, there is no duty required to obey by it whatsoever. I can guarantee you it wasn't legal. For Jesus to go into the temple and start whipping people and flipping their tables over and throwing their money all over the floor. I guarantee you there were laws that they had tried to put in place and the banker boys had tried to put in that you couldn't go in there and do that and disrupt commerce inside there. Guarantee there was. I didn't care 
because it was no longer a point where he was not abiding by laws that were just. They violated the laws of God Almighty. And when you start telling people they don't have a right to defend themselves or their family, you are now violating human laws and the laws from God that were given to us. Everybody has a right to defend and protect themselves. That's when I saw that video today with Bumbling Buffoon talking about the, the Constitution wasn't about you know, a tyrannical government. It was about being able to hunt deer. Deer wearing Kevlar vest. I started laughing when I heard that, and I was like, dude, that is probably the dumbest comment I've ever heard in my life. The Second Amendment had absolutely nothing to do with hunting deer. Nobody needed permission to go hunt food for your family back in 1776, 1789. Nobody asked permission to go shoot an animal, clean it and skin it, and pre you know basically prep it and cook it. Nobody needed that put in the Bill of Rights. It was a God-given right to feed your family. The entire 100% reason the Second Amendment was put into place as a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. We don't have rabid deer taking over government bodies, deer running in with Kevlar vests and taking over the floor. There's no deer that are running around taking over the local government. A security of a free state was necessary of having a well-armed militia. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It was 100% based and directed at a tyrannical government. That's the only reason the Second Amendment was there. And you could own as many rifles as you wanted, as many cannons as you wanted, as many improvised explosive devices as you wanted, as much powder and ball as you wanted. There was zero limitations back then for that specific reason, because they knew firearms were going to continue to evolve. They knew that weapon platforms were going to change as things had occurred for hundreds of years. And they left it very open-ended, but very straightforward to the picture with a period, shall not be infringed for that specific reason, because they knew what happened in England when they did not have a right to carry firearms and weapons could simply be taken from them at any point in time from the British. That's what happens when tyranny ensues. The only reason a government wants to take your firearms away from you is because you would shoot them for what they're going to do to you next after they disarm you. That is a fact that has occurred in every single country that's promoted disarmament. So if you're wondering my stance on it, you already know it. Be very cautious as far as when you start listening to people that start trying to tell you you need to comply because we simply said so. How'd that work out for a lot of people for the last two years during COVID? I asked that question again. So continue, my friends, to stand up for what you truly believe. What do you think, Dan? Uh, another excellent rant, Austin. That was very, very well said. And uh, the thing about it is, is that, you know, we have to be able to defend ourselves. You know, when it happened in the mall uh, last weekend with me, and I stood my ground and got behind those counters at the front doors when we had an active shooter situation there, and we had been informed of that in the mall, which I talked about that on, on Monday's show, you know, I would have been handicapped had I not done that. I would have had to stand behind there with a chair or whatever. Now, I would have done that too, but I'm not going to say lay in the corner and get shot and be a victim. That ain't going to happen. I never could understand a lot of that how people would line up into a ditch. You still see it on these videos it's, and the real footage of how people would line up, you know, over there in China and just line up in front of a ditch and just be machine gunned and, and wouldn't even try to run away. I mean, some of them weren't even shackled. Some of them were just basically walking to the ditch, lining up, and they'd see dead bodies in the ditch that knew what was going to happen. It could have been because they were in shock. It could have been because they were drugged. They could have drugged them. 
I don't know. It's just really weird to me when people won't stand their ground and allow themselves to be murdered like that. It doesn't make any sense to me. At least fight back. Because, you know, when you have, you know, 5,000 prisoners with one guy with a machine gun, there's a real high probability he's not going to be able to get through but one magazine, but he won't be able to change it out if they all rush him. Just a fact, right? You got in China, you see these people get machine gunned by one guy with a gun. Well, if they all just said, no, how about we're not going to do that? We'll sacrifice 20 of us. But the problem is the 20 leaders don't show up to, to rush the guy. And so the guy ends up basically killing everybody, you know, with belt feds and everything else. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen when I watch human beings fall into that lemming type mentality and everybody runs off into the ditch to get machine gunned by themselves. I, I've never, I've never had understood any of that stuff. Uh, I guess human beings don't really want to stand their ground. And a lot of times because they don't know what the word of God says. The Bible says stand, stand your ground. It says, uses those words in the book of Ephesians, put on the armor of God. And I talked about the other day how Peter drew his sword. Peter was armed in the Garden of Gethsemane. He drew his sword and cut off the centurion's, you know, the, the, the soldier's ear. You know, I told you about how Jesus put it back in and it healed immediately. And all these people still took Christ to be crucified and to be tried before Herod and Pontius Pilate. I'd have been scared to death to do any of that if I'd been one of those soldiers. I'd have, I'd been hitting the road, don't look back, Jack. I'd have said, I'm not, I'm not taking this guy in. He's talked to us. We all fall down. I mean, something's not right here. Something isn't okay. This is not who we think it is. This is the son of God. That's what I would have thought. But again, soldiers like to use the excuses, don't they? Well, I was following orders. And it's crazy to me. And you see all these atrocities happen because they were following orders. By the way, more than half of the Republicans of the United States are now saying, that the U.S. seems to be headed towards another civil war in the near future. I mean, 44% of Americans say the nation is headed towards civil war. 53% majority of Republicans say the nation seems to be headed for that direction. The poll was conducted by an extremely liberal Southern Poverty Law Center with Tolkien Research. Now, the thing about this is that they could have skewed it to contact more people who were patriots and more Republicans. They could have done that to have these results come out the way they did. But the reality is I don't want a civil war in the United States. I really don't. I just want the people in the United States to stand their ground and stop it. Stop allowing everything that they didn't want to have happen to happen and not say anything about it. When the preachers refuse to talk about TSA and how people are pulled out of their wheelchairs and have their diapers removed by TSA and people have TSA puts their hands down your pants and all the other stuff and the preachers won't address any of that stuff then we have really no truth coming out of the pulpit, do we? We have a bunch of people out there that are saying, hey, look, just do what they tell you to do. It doesn't make any difference. We will go ahead and comply regardless of the consequences. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that the laws are not of God's word. They're not just, that they're not to be followed. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't, this whole thing with the book of Romans and how they twisted it, saying you have to follow the leaders, that's all part of the doggone Schofield reference Bible and the teachings by Darby. You know, that's who, that's who did this. They, they forced us into compliance so we wouldn't stand our ground, so we would submit, and that it would be all things Israel, all things Third Temple, all things, you know, the apocalypse, all things bringing in the Antichrist. We've been programmed for 120 years to believe this stuff, and now we just sit there and just take it. And it's not supposed to be that way. By the way, Ron DeSantis, who basically is hitting the state that everybody wants to come to, state, <laughs> is now calling for doctors to ban transition related therapies for minors and wants to block Medicaid coverage for all trans therapies. I'm starting to really, really like this guy. I love you guys. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you listen to Austin tonight. He'll be on Hagman. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely, and this is why we continue to encourage people, my friends. Lead by example and stand up for what you believe and continue to talk to others about it. 
encourage others, you know, help them out. If they have a question about something, go along with it and be open as well. I'm always open to new stuff. I always like looking at different stuff. I talk to people. I'm like, what do you think about this? What's your idea of this? Or what's your take on this part? Okay, that's interesting. I, I didn't really look at it that way. We have to be open with certain things and say, okay, let's let's keep an open mind. But again, there's certain convictions where I always say is a line in the sand where you go, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not open to this. We're not going to start discussing gender perversion with our children and tell them this. Okay. First off, this has never been a problem in the United States up until when this the school system and the media and the social media, so like Disney and so forth, started promoting it. It's never been an issue. The topic of saying whether a girl or a boy is a it or a what or a walrus or has a penis has never been a discussion, period. This has never been a topic. We never thought we were going to have to have this topic 15 years ago, ever, because – Nobody thought anybody would be this moronic, but it's no longer about being moronic. It's about perversion and ideology they're forcing down on everybody. So stand up for what you believe, my friends. Don't worry about if it's the popular thing to say or do or stand for. What's your conviction? That's your conviction and stand for it. I continue to appreciate the support of healthmasters.com. If you guys need anything, you know where to find us. Check out the product of the week, the Prostate Support on sale for over 12% off. That'll be on the, over the weekend into next week. And vote for what you want to see win next Wednesday. I told you guys we have more of the organic food buckets in route right now. We're getting caught up on them. They're, all the orders will be going out. All the back orders will be going out. I appreciate your patience on everything. I really do. This has been difficult, and it's going to continue to be more difficult. I'll just let you know that. It's going to be challenging. I say that word, that better. It's going to be challenging. So if you need supplies, if you're trying to hedge, you know, basically food, if you want to have backups and you're trying to save money, I'm telling you right now, make sure you're looking at other, other you know, whatever options you need, whether you want to get the meat buckets, the organic buckets, beans and rice at the store that are organic, canned organic, whatever it is, start looking at it because the supply shortages, the prices, the inflation, it's all real. But that doesn't mean you got to be scared of it. It just means you need to prepare for it accordingly and live your life and enjoy it every single day. Have a great weekend, my friends. Enjoy your time. If you're with family, if you're going out, if you're going to the beach, if you're down here in Florida, it's getting nice and hot. Have a good time. Have a blessed, safe, awesome Friday night. Enjoy Hagman. I'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>